Hey, and what's up, what's up, what's up? Okay, so I'm excited that you're here today. I am doing a travel training, training your kids for travel module, because apparently I set some of you off in episode three. So if you haven't caught that, how to have an epic summer with your kids, you need to go check that out. But I triggered some people when I said I would put all five kids in the car and travel for two hours. So hang around and I'll show you how this can be a reality for you as well. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Okay, guys. So apparently when I did episode three on how to have an epic summer with your children, I triggered some of you with my assertion that I would put all five children in the car and off we would go. And I did my circle of travel was going to be about two hours. That was as far as I would go to do a field trip or to do something fun with the kids. So two hours was my tops. Well, some of you have never done that. And the thought of it makes you just send messages in my inbox. Oh my gosh, how in the world would you do that? How did you do that with five children? What in the world? I've never even thought about going that far with my kid. I can't go to the grocery store. So after getting several of those, I decided that I would do a little backup and a little prologue work to help give you some power back to here's how that can be a realistic and peaceful part of your life. Principle number one, I am going to hand you your mom card you got a mom card and I'm revoking your child's friendship card and playmate card. Okay. Two different things. You're the mother, you're the mother, you're the mother. Now, can you play with the kids? Absolutely. But you're the one that needs to set boundaries. You're the one that is in charge. If you have a toddler that's a tyrant in your house, if you have in love and kindness and never telling your young child no, raised quite the brat, or someone that doesn't answer to authority at any time, no matter what age they are, then I'm gonna hand you your mom card back and tell you you need to use it. That might sound a little harsh, but it is a reality. Kids need boundaries. Kids need to know what those boundaries are and you should expect them to try to push the boundaries. It's what you do in response that begins the training process. Number two, Set an expectation before an event, a trip. If it is a trip to the grocery store, you're going to set the expectation. We're going to go in and we're going to get our groceries. You're not going to whine and you're not going to cry. And if you do, I will, I will give you something to cry about. I had one child who absolutely refused to get in his car seat and be buckled up any time of the day or night. Pitch to fit, bow his back, kick his feet, scream, pitch a fit the whole nine yards. It was never pretty. 
Well, that in that battle of wills, I was the adult and we had an agenda. We had places to be and he didn't have an option. He was too young to stay at home by himself. He was going with us. So his leg got a pop and he got buckled into the car seat. And if he screamed all the way to the store, he screamed all the way to the store. It didn't change the fact that he was going along with the family's plans. Now, was that pleasant? Not at all. Did he learn very quickly that I was not going to give in and bow to that? He did. Maybe not quickly, but eventually. So you set expectations and then you stick to the expectations. There has to be a consequence if the expectation is not met. Number three, you're not ever buying good behavior. If you behave in the store, I'll get you a treat. I hear that so many times. No, it is the expected norm that they're going to behave in a store. We have kids that have so much stuff that they don't even know what to do with it. They don't need anything else. They do need good character. They do need some self-control and they do need discipline. So you aren't buying their behavior. The exception to that is going to be if there's a medical procedure, if there's something unusual that's happened or they've worked really hard for something, then there can be a reward as a treat or as there can be a reward or there can be a treat, but we're not buying their behavior. We are teaching the word no. Let me go back and do that. That should have been three. We are teaching the word no. In my day job, I see this more often than I would like to admit. There's a whole generation of kids coming here that we are so afraid they're not going to feel good about themselves that we never tell them no. We all, let me just say very clearly, giving children boundaries, character, and self-control, teaching them the word no, that is loving them well. And that is a balance. All right, number four, we're going to train them while they are young so that we don't have tyrant toddlers. And we're going to train them, the Bible tells us, according to the way they should go, according to their bent. So what works with one child may or may not work for another child. And it's perfectly fair to do things differently with different children. I can run you down through my whole list. My firstborn, if I spoke harshly or looked harshly at her, that was her undoing. Number two, he was a climber. He was an explorer. He was a let's see how this world works kind of kid. I could smack his bottom, pop his leg. Mm, that didn't necessarily work. Send him to his room, take things away. I had to be a little more creative with him. Number three, I could have probably half beaten to death and he would still say, but why? But why? But why? Number four, a lot like temperamented, a lot like number one, wanted a lot of affirmation, needed a lot of affirmation, and did not necessarily need to be spanked or disciplined harshly ever at all. Number five, I didn't say no to quite enough, and then we were dealing with that in his teenage years. So I'm speaking from experience when I say you want to be consistent, you want to be fair, and you want to train them according to their bents in the way that they should go. Number five, my last little tip here is for you to be prepared and be realistic when you're traveling. 
when I say be prepared. How far is the trip? What is it that you're asking these children to do? If you're going 10 minutes to the grocery store, it is not unrealistic to ask them to sit in their car seat quietly reading a book or playing while you go from point A to point B. Now, if it's a two-hour trip, if it's a 10-hour trip, it's not realistic to expect children to sit without getting out, without stretching their legs, without having something else to do. So in that example, where you're taking a longer trip, maybe you have a travel bag prepared, and that bag is full of different games, books, coloring books, things that they can do, water wows from Melissa and Doug, that they can do in the car that's unique, that's unique, that's different, it's not their normal toys that they have, or perhaps it's got some favorite books that they're going to read. But again, the expectation is they're gonna do that without arguing and fighting, which, you know, let's be real, good luck with that one. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But if you're relying on electronics to be your babysitter, well, good luck with that. I hope that your chargers never get lost or left behind in a hotel room, that your things don't break, and that you have shows downloaded that actually work when you need them to work. Relying on electronics as your sole backup plan or as your sole plan, mm, not your best life choice, not your best life choice. We need to be teaching our children how to entertain themselves, how to obey when they're told to do something, and that the word no means no. And the reward is what happens on the other side. Another aspect of being realistic is to remember and to know on longer trips, you need to stop frequently and let the kids out. Let them go to the bathroom. Let them stretch their legs. Take picnics so that if you have just a sheet, you can spread it over those um, concrete tables that you find at rest stops. Let them run. Let them get some energy out. So if you need a break, they need a break, stop the car. Get out. Stretch your legs. Run around. Have a good time. That's part of the training and the discipline as well, not only for the kids, but for yourselves. And remember and understand that no discipline at the time seems pleasant, even for ourselves as we're doing a new job or as we're learning something, or if God is specifically speaking to us about a sin, no discipline at the time seems pleasant. But when you let that be cultivated, it produces a fruit. So the, the goal at the end of the day is to have kids with character who can travel well, who are adaptable, who can obey the word no, and who can yield to authority. That is best I can do here today with helping you set your expectations is to remember that you're in charge. Your mom card is active. Let them know very clearly what the boundaries are, what the expectations are, and you're not buying them off with just another toy, but we're training our children in the way that they should go. And when we're prepared and realistic, then hopefully you're gonna have more fun road trips than not. I'm anxious to hear if this was a blessing to you or if you learned anything new today. So as always, you go be blessed. And when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Until next time, this is Kathy. Hey guys, real quick. I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. 
In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.